Tempted and tried, we're oft made to wonder why it should be thus all the day long. While there are others living about us, never. Greetings and welcome to Farther Along. This service is an offering from Redeemer Evangelical Lutheran Church in Robbinsdale, Minnesota, to assist your daily devotions through a series of meditations on Luther's small catechism. This eight-week series takes a few moments to reflect upon what God has given us to believe, teach, and confess through his humble servant, Martin Luther. 
Today's devotion follows the order of Matins found on page 219 in the Lutheran Service Book. Matins is a traditional morning service that the church has used in daily devotions for centuries. It focuses the mind upon the beginning of the day that the Lord has made. May the word of God that will be shared in this devotion richly bless you through the word incarnate, Jesus Christ. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father. Today's office hymn is Thy Will Be Done. I'm so confused I know I heard you loud and clear 
Today's small catechism reading is the third petition of the Lord's Prayer. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What does this mean? The good and gracious will of God is done even without our prayer, but we pray in this petition that it may be done among us also. How is God's will done? 
God's will is done when he breaks and hinders every evil plan and purpose of the devil, the world, and our sinful nature, which do not want us to hallow God's name or let his kingdom come, and when he strengthens and keeps us firm in his word and faith until we die. This is his good and gracious will. Today's large catechism reading comes from the Lord's Prayer, the third petition. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So far we have prayed that God's name be honored by us and that his kingdom triumph among us. In these two points is summed up all that deals with God's honor and our salvation. We receive God as our own and all his riches, but now arises a need that is just as great. We must firmly keep God's honor and our salvation and not allow ourselves to be torn from them. In a good government, it is not only necessary that there be those who build and govern well, it is also necessary to have those who defend, offer protection, and maintain it firmly. So in God's kingdom, although we have prayed for the greatest need, for the gospel, faith, and the Holy Spirit, that he may govern us and redeem us from the devil's power, we must also pray that God's will be done. For there will be strange events if we are to abide in God's will. We shall have to suffer many thrusts and blows on that account from everything that seeks to oppose and prevent the fulfillment of the first two petitions. No one can believe how the devil opposes and resists these prayers. He cannot allow anyone to teach or believe rightly. It hurts him beyond measure to have his lies and abominations exposed, which have been honored under the most fancy, sham uses of the divine name. It hurts him when he himself is disgraced, is driven out of the heart, and has to let a breach be made in his kingdom. Therefore he chafes and rages as a fierce enemy with all his power and might. He marshals all his subjects and, in addition, enlists the world in our own flesh as his allies. For our flesh is in itself lazy and inclined to evil, even though we have accepted and believed God's word. The world, however, is perverse and wicked. So he provokes the world against us, fans and stirs the fire, so that he may hinder and drive us back, cause us to fall, and again bring us under his power. Such is all his will, mind, and thought. He strives for this day and night and never rests a moment. He uses all arts, wiles, ways, and means that he can invent. If we would be Christians, therefore, we must surely expect and count on having the devil and all his angels in the world as our enemies. They will bring every possible misfortune and grief upon us. For where God's word is preached, accepted, or believed, and produces fruit, there the Holy Cross cannot be missing. And let no one think that he shall have peace. He must risk whatever he has upon earth, possessions, honor, house and estate, wife and children, body and life. Now this hurts our flesh and the old Adam. The test is to be steadfast and to suffer with patience in whatever way we are assaulted and to let go whatever is taken from us. So there is just as great a need as in all the other petitions that we pray without ceasing. Dear Father, your will be done, not the devil's will or our enemy's will or anything that would persecute and suppress your holy word or hinder your kingdom. Grant that we may bear with patience and overcome whatever is to be endured because of your word and kingdom so that our poor flesh may not yield or fall away because of weakness or sluggishness. Look, we have in these three petitions, in the simplest way, the needs that relate to God himself. Yet they are all for our sakes. Whatever we pray concerns us alone. As we have said before, we pray that what must be done without us anyway may also be done in us. As his name must be hallowed and his kingdom come whether we pray or not, so also his will must be done and succeed. This is true even though the devil with all his followers raise a great riot, are angry and rage against it, and try to exterminate the gospel completely. But for our own sakes we must pray that even against their fury, his will be done without hindrance among us also. 
we pray so that they may not be able to accomplish anything and that we may remain firm against all violence and persecution and submit to God's will. Such prayer, then, is to be our protection and defense now. It is to repel and put down all that the devil, pope, bishops, tyrants, and heretics can do against our gospel. Let them all rage and attempt their utmost and deliberate and resolve how they may suppress and exterminate us so that their will and counsel may prevail. Over and against this, one or two Christians with this petition alone shall be our wall, against which they shall run and dash themselves to pieces. We have this comfort and confidence. The devil's will and purpose and all our enemies shall and must fail and come to nothing, no matter how proud, secure, and powerful they know themselves to be. For if their will were not broken and hindered, God's kingdom could not remain on earth, nor his name be hallowed. Today's reading from Scripture comes to us from St. Paul's second letter to Timothy, chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits, since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. It is the hard-working farmer who ought to have the first share of the crops. Think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Today's commentary on the scripture comes to us from St. Ignatius' letter to Polycarp, chapter 6. Pay attention to the bishops so that God will pay attention to you. I give my life as a sacrifice, poor as it is, for those who are obedient to the bishop, the presbyters, and the deacons. Along with them may I get my share of God's reward. Share your hard training together, wrestle together, run together, suffer together, retire together, get up together as God's stewards, assessors, and assistants. Give satisfaction to him in whose ranks you serve and from whom you get your pay. Let none of you be a deserter. Let your baptism be your arms, your faith, your helmet, your love, your spear, your endurance, your armor. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed be the Lord God of His honor, for He has visited and redeemed His people, and has raised up a mortal salvation.
Thank you once again for listening to Farther Along, an outreach of Redeemer Evangelical Lutheran Church in Robbinsdale, Minnesota. You are invited to join us each Sunday at 4201 Regent Avenue North, right off the intersection of Highway 100 and 42nd Avenue. Just look for Jesus blessing the travelers along the highway. Our worship services are 9 a.m. We have Bible classes for all ages starting at 1030. Everyone is welcome to hear the word of God as he seeks to bless you as you journey through this world. The liturgical parts of the service today have been taken from recordings of the Seminary Contori from Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Farther along was recorded by Dolly Parton, Emmylou Harris, and Linda Ronstadt. The hymn of the day has been taken from public domain sources and linked to the readings for the day. On behalf of Redeemer Lutheran Church in Robbinsdale, Minnesota, I encourage you to be back next time to hear another edition of Farther Along.